Hey guys, welcome to our Thanksgiving Day show. What the hell? Why are you guys celebrating Thanksgiving? Well, we're Canadians and that's what we do. This is the right day for Thanksgiving for all of you that uh, may or may not know. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, with me tonight, I have Josh Zubizabrikas. Yeah. We sound different. That's all I got. Yeah. I do. Crispier and compression here. Yeah, I don't know. You, the well, compressionist? We'll, Is that what? We'll ask people it's at like home. It's like a contortionist, they, uh... but it's tighter. <laughs> we'll ask you guys at like home. Like a tiger. What, Tight. Did, once Tight. we go around the horn, let us know what you guys think. Do, do we sound different, better, worse? Uh, speaking of uh, worse, we have Joe Kimson from Flaggerist Paintball. Hey, and thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We sound a little different because we have some kind of newfangled device that makes us sound more gooder. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in today. Canadian Thanksgiving here. And uh, we had a good day. We did a mini parade. I don't know if Todd has it loaded up to show you. We did a little Canada's only and largest Oktoberfest and Thanksgiving parade because of COVID. Uh, but I'll turn you over to my friend Gavin. Who's Postman Sharma? Uh, I'm not quite sure who I'm not quite sure who that is, but uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Monday night, it is our Thanksgiving, Columbus Day, United States of America. Uh, We are so grateful that you have joined us this evening. Remember, this is an interactive show. Whether you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you chat, uh, type in the chat so that we can interact with you, and make sure you like and share because there's a lot going on, and people may forget it's actually a show this evening. It's going to be a good one. We are filled up, uh, hopped up on tryptophan and wine, and uh, who knows? Who knows what's going happen this evening but we're grateful that you joined us um i, I just want to make one note just one very important note uh to everyone at home I, yes i actually brought equipment into the studio yes cables and all <laughs> all like the whole thing so what josh did was he stole enough equipment to record six podcast episode so he's good for the next yeah four or five i joined weeks. five other podcasts <laughs> and just took what was needed yeah um, hey, let us know how it sounds and if uh, anybody's off because it, it it's hard to tell here. Uh, Rebel, Rebel Monkey in the YouTube says it sounds better, more clear. Look really? at um, Pamela Ewell said, hey, um, guys, from the Georgia National right Fair, we are vendors here for Jelly Ball, preparing the kids for their transition into the world of paintball, growing the sport one Jelly Ball at a time at the Georgia National Fair, GNF. Nice. GNF. GNF. That's the acronym for Georgia National Fair. Just like GBI. Uh, T.O. Junior Vieira says he's glad to catch it live. So we got some people who are catching it live. Ryan, Ryan McGee, more importantly, says Zuby sounds more gooder. Zane Smith says Pornhub sound quality. <laughs> Excellent. What does he mean? Hold on, let's check. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there you go. Yes, the, welcome to our family show. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day <laughs> derailment. You guys yep. in your pedagogy. All right, let's go. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen. World Cup 2021. Yeah, uh, buddy. Open for registration. It will be closing soon, so make sure if you guys want to play along, you guys can. Um, <laughs> for next year, if you're pre- if you're planning, team packages are now available for Ruthless. And uh, you can see the prices on your screen. It is not bad. If you guys are looking for uh, a way to deck out your team, and take care of your sponsors. There you go. That's not so bad. Um, what do you guys think of this? Oh, that's trippy. Yeah, this is the HK. I, I I'm gonna kill the name, but look at look at this anodizing on it. It's fantastic. Is that a word carved in, or just random milling? It's just random milling. Is it? Yeah. Th- uh, this is the TM40 version. Is it actual milling though, or is it just yeah. the anodizing no, that makes it milling. look that way? So it's the TM40 milling, and then it's the anodizing after it. It is uh, beautiful. I think the mich- the um the body's got some texture to it. Yeah. I thought it was like yeah. one of those pictures that you could stare at, and then finally it's the like image reveal itself. 3D it magic eye. It looks like a dollar store <laughs> bag. If you can just keep that up, I'll, I'll show Matt. I'll try to figure out what it See, is. See, I would call that a kaleidoscope. There you go. Uh, Lisa Weaver sends this in on behalf of our friend George Hay. This is from Forever Prepared. This is the Millennial Engineer Work Boots. <laughs> why what, Why engineer, though? <laughs> you can tell by the hat. Would you? Would it be a military engineer, or were you talking... No, that's rooting, too. For no, Yellowstone. Right? That's like Texas Crocs. Montana. 
Yeah. I like Montana. how the perforations continue all the way up so you don't have uh, ankle... S- sweaty shins. Can- <laughs> ankle sweats. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say shin sweat, but yeah, cankle, cankles will work. Um, let your darn tufts dry out. My family and I decided to go get a pumpkin yesterday, and we went to uh, a farm, and uh, as part of their uh, snack shacks, they had the... Hey, hey sugar. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> my wife pointed out, she goes, hey, you should take a picture of that and show it on your show. There I go. There you are, George. Hey, sugar. There's he's, George he's Hay settings so everywhere. Sweet. <laughs> I saw him clomping around there in his clo- in his Crocs. Nice. Um, we saw last week Exalt is now selling the Sriracha. Sriracha. Um, but look at this now. They're selling the new tropical headband designs. Tropical Sky, Tropical Night, and Tropical Leaf. Can we call it the that, that would Tommy nice. Bahama? That'd go nice with your um, Tiger Stripe. I was going to say the middle one would go well with Tiger Stripe yeah. for sure. Uh, don't forget, if you're uh, finishing your ensemble from Exalt, get the new throwback V2 pants. Not an anti... What do you call that when it's a double negative? Uh, oxymoron? Oxymoron. Double entendre. The new throwback. Uh, there we go. And then we also have the uh, Exalt... Uh, Deuce trigger for the D. Do you? Yeah. Can you go back one photo? One photo. I got a question for Joe. This photograph? Yeah. Do you think the V3 will be inspired by Hugo Boss? Maybe. Yes. (laughs) They'll be a little wider in the thigh. The balloon balloon out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Someone's going to get in trouble for that one. Not me. Uh, We should should hashtag that. What's coming up in February? You know what's coming up in February? Well, paintball extravaganza. extravaganza. For anyone that doesn't know what paintball extravaganza is, it is where the industry comes together. And stay up to date on information with the market. There's a networking. Create relationships with suppliers. Keep up with your competitors. Learn about the industry. Save time. And they are fun. Uh, paintball extravaganza is happening February 8th to the 10th at the Hilton Dulles Airport. Hilton. I just like that first photo with Joe randomly with his hands in the air. Where's that? I didn't see As if he doesn't know what to do with them. Can you see me? So, by the way, you'll notice the onslaught of photos that I went and did because of last time you were in, Josh. How can we only have three pictures of extravaganza? Yeah, we have like <laughs> we, have, we have hundreds. I have so many extravaganza pictures on my phone. Industry luncheon. Industry luncheon. Yeah, that was a good one. Hey, what happened there, Joe? One. I got a 35-year... Um, industry award. award. Yeah, you got your chip. <laughs> I got there my chip. Is. Look at that. 35 <laughs> years of paintballing. Nonsense. Um, this was during the break, and Joe was explaining Thunderbirds. I was us. talking about the Thunderbirds. <laughs> and look, I'm wearing the exact same shirt. <laughs> is that go. when we, we were... Need, we need that... to sell some more sponsorship packages so I can get a new t-shirt. Yeah, I need a new this t-shirt. Is, I was going to say, was... you have two shirts? <laughs> yeah, this was the last show in um, was that Nashville. Or was it not? No, Memphis. Memphis. That was Memphis, yeah. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. It's a crime scene. <laughs> there we go. It so sure shit was. Make sure you guys get yourselves signed it's up. It's funny because it's true. For that. Um, yeah, so uh, on that note, Todd, I don't want to, mm-hmm. don't, you know, ahead. we've got a, a lot of time between now and February. But if you are a proprietor of paintball or if you just enjoy the sport, you can ask your local field or pro shop if they are attending. Um, and if not, find out why. Because everybody needs to be there for the 2021 season uh, or 2022 season because that will be the kickoff. Um, hopefully we have the same energy and enthusiasm. Uh, so let's get the whole industry behind that. Fields, stores, uh, all industry. Let's get it. Get, let's get this one to be the biggest, the best, and the brattest. Yeah, man. Um, so tonight we have lots to get to on the show. We're into uh, maybe in the after show we'll talk and answer Ryan McGee's question. He says, how was 007? Uh, we have Joe's Vault tonight. We have Mail Time. Mail time. And tonight our topic is going to be what is the best paintball gear you've ever got? And we ask you guys to tag all your suppliers in there. And uh, we have a bevy of great suggestions, so stay tuned for that. But why don't we check out Joe's Vault, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. And I show you something from my vault. Today we're going to explore what's inside my reds. Um, small gear bag. This was like the gun bag they had back in the day. It had a side pocket and it had some a barrel sleeve on the side. I'm sure we have some barrels in store. This looks like a freak tip. This is an all-American. You can see it here, all-American. The green tip, short one. And I think that's all that's in here. This one I would have used on my um, 
sniper i took a i have an, a green sniper this color so it's kind of cool um so i have two tips i have a 12 inch and a 14 inch or maybe that's a 16 inch tip that would enhance the performance on my wgp sniper let's see what's in here matching my freak tip i believe i have an original freak girl or mandy um barrel bag or bbd made by smart parts to go on my um wgp cocker so you've been watching from the vault have a great day and we'll see you next time pew pew that's it hey guys welcome back so uh today being officially thanksgiving uh, we thought we would try something a little different since you guys can't join us in studio and since we can't have a catered dinner in studio we're gonna try something jones cola came out with a special release uh called turkey and gravy soda Matt went to the store and got us a couple, so we're going to have some sampling here on live on the You're, show. I thought that was a joke. Are you kidding hey, me? Hey, not, Matt. Not only Matt, is it not a joke. Off. Not only is it not a joke, here's their holiday pack. It includes flavors such as turkey and gravy, sweet potatoes, a dinner roll, <laughs> what? and pea and antacid. I really hope uh, it also comes with a camel or a candle uh, that is scented like Grandpa's broken hip. Well, speaking of camel, they also have the Happy Hanukkah pack. Do they really? Do they they really? do. And you can have one that tastes like uh, chocolate coins. Okay. Uh, which are gelt. Is that what, what, what they are? No, gelta fish is like some sort of no, salt. No, it's like a fish. But the aren't fil- they gelts? I, I, think, you're, I think you're correct. Uh, hopefully you don't, we, we don't isolate the uh, uh, Yeah, the I'm audience, sorry. But yeah. Uh, so applesauce, uh, latka, and jelly donut. Really? No, no, no matzo ball soup? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought that was like staple for all Jewish events. Oh, oh. my God, it's true. It is absolutely <laughs> yeah, no true. No way. You can hear it at home. Take one down, pass it around. Oh what? my God. Why are they all different colors? Sometimes the gravy hasn't settled. Oh, sometimes. mine's got stuffing in it. <laughs> Mine has feathers. <laughs> well, did you not get one? No. There you go. Well, I thought I passed three. Okay, I give one to Gavin and Joe. And what do you do? With, is this root beer? This no. is a real thing. It is. Why? Hold on. What what numbers do you have? I have twenty seven fifty five. I have twenty seven fifty. Oh, so they, they are 59. okay. So they are a limited run. Very good. Mine expired in nineteen eighty six. But I, otherwise, I, I, I think this is good. I don't know if I should actually drink this because I could resell it next year. Okay. Now we can't be savages. We have to. We have to do this properly. We have to Aww. open the cap. Smell the cap, bring in the aura, and see if we could. I, I, I'm assuming this is going to be like on um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where they have those uh, those those gum that taste like a full course meal. Uh, do you have any sherbet or ginger? I can cleanse my palate. My cap it. says yes, I have um, hand sanitizer. <laughs> my cap says your fantasy will come true. I I don't think it's about to. Are we supposed to drink it? Yeah, I, I th- tried to read what mine says. It doesn't say uh, not for human consumption, so. Well, what does this smell like? Why does it say with natural flavors, though? Uh, and if you're listening to this in podcast land, um, Gavin, is like your teeth. Gavin is making the face of being concerned. Okay. All right, here we go. Happy Thanksgiving. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Oh, it tastes like solidified gravy or grease or like lard. I would like to know who flavored this because that ain't turkey or gravy. <laughs> It's like <laughs> we should have just opened one. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> small Dixie cups. So now the record is to see who can get the farthest. I'm gonna through take it. mine home and Gavin, let Milo enjoy it. it. Oh, oh, you're gonna fall gross. asleep now. Oh, oh Gavin, oh. is he on television? <laughs> oh, he's on this shitty Dude, show. If I could, de- if I could, oh, deal I'm with, now. If oh. I could deal with 15 years of a bad marriage, <laughs> I could suck back the soda. No problem. <laughs> oh my God, this is terrible. It's kind of sweet. Does Ooh. it taste like? It doesn't even taste like gravy. Tastes like burning. No, it tastes like the congealed grease after the bottom of the turkey. It pan. tastes like my pee is gonna burn later on, <laughs> or be green. There is. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it's not right. Done, Captain. It's. Look at, you, oh. Oh. Okay, Gavin. You know what you win? Another soda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take mine mean. home and share it with my family. They'll like that. Uh, I'd like to wash it down with some rum, but I'm afraid of wasting rum. <laughs> I don't think I think you could fill it full of rum and it's not going to get any better. Bonchick no. says spitters are quitters. <laughs> Atta girl. I don't understand what that means. 
Oh. Happy Thanksgiving. Something to do with ruining carpet. Ruining, I was going to say one of anything's ruining I do, carpet. I do appreciate the offerings from Matt the Crip, but that was damn horrible. That was not a that was not a gift. That was a curse. <laughs> that was liquid curse. So Matt's going to take your empties back to the store with his receipt. Ask for a <laughs> refund. We can get a refund. Wow. Oh, that was bad. I thought I had higher hopes for that. I knew it would be terrible. I didn't think it would be that oh, bad. Oh, look at you guys just savoring it. I want the... Um, <laughs> That's, number That's number two. That's number two. I right. want the uh, jelly donut one, though. <laughs> yes. No, uh, yes. Did they have the other ones yet? What about the pea and antacid? I don't want the... That's <laughs> not... It's like peas. It's like... I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have some peas and antacid later on after that. <laughs> oh, you're wow. still drinking it, Matt. Oh. <laughs> but he's sipping it. But he's chasing with a pop Matt, shop. Grape Matt likes it. He just doesn't want to say anything. He bought cases. Because this of was it. a six pack, and he already drank one. I know at home this is a paintball show, but you know what? It's our goddamn Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving so we right, can do whatever man. the hell we want. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. Nice to see Phoenix Gasparini from Portland, Maine. And uh, nice to see all of you guys in there. Please hit that like and share button, even though this is a virtual train wreck tonight. Isn't this company from Portland? Noah. Wherever they're from, I ain't doing a tour. Oh, Seattle. <laughs> I don't want to keep Seattle, you know, Washington. I want to move on from this pretty quickly, but at some point there was a marketing pitch that we need a Thanksgiving soda. And they had workshopped that and fine-tuned it, and this is what they came up with. Yeah. This is yeah. what they came up with. I don't think that so I think this was a summer student project and corporate was just on retreat. But it's products uh, like that I wish I was in the the, the boardroom for. Like just to hear this pitch and people getting really excited about no, it. Okay, I, that I can see because there's a lot of dumb stuff that's been released. I want to know the person who is sitting on the floor entering the flavonoids to that and going, "Oh yeah, that's turkey," <laughs> or just a, you. you know some guy hopped up on meth, thinking you know like to do the pitch, and then people were like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome." This was everybody after likes a... Thanksgiving in a soda form. Is, you know the guy left the room afterwards and went, oh, "I can't believe they bought that." <laughs> It was his last day. No, he already hit, I think you guys he are hit wrong. send to HR on his resignation letter. This was after a boardroom full of, uh, they smoked endless amount of joints and just sat there giggling when they came up with this idea. They had to have. They must have been hungry. I, I'm, you know, Matt, we'll save this for the after show, but I, I'm dying to know what the clerk uh, thought when you brought up all these bottles. <laughs> I'm doing Thanksgiving alone. So, Bricktop asked just what's crying good. and didn't want to ask questions. We just sampled this, Bricktop. This is uh, turkey and gravy soda. This is what passes for good content. 25th anniversary for these guys. How have they been along for 25 years? Have they been pulling shenanigans like this? Because every year they treat, uh, get dupes like us to buy their their vat cleaning solution and calling it something. something uh, why not? Isn't. This could be a good idea. Did you see Phoenix's uh, uh, comment in the chat? Um, on my way to talk to Darn Tough Socks Vermont. Nice. Good for I know you. you're teasing us, but there's still a little bit of uh, hope in me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about U.S. geography, but I'm pretty sure where you are is nowhere near Vermont. (laughs) Maine is close, isn't it? I don't know. But they just opened a new plant, so they're going to be itching to sell more socks. Um, Do we want to do mail time now and then get into the topic? We have. Let's do like two or three, whatever you think, and then uh, yeah. But before we do mail time, we should really do mail time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thanksgiving here in Canada, but the mailman doesn't stop. This is the time I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, So the first question comes to us from Jeremy David Smith, and Jeremy David wants to know, will MPPL make a real comeback with the resurgence of mech? With uncapped semi will be the new counterculture. What do you think, nipple coming back? (laughs) I like like Joe's Joe's reaction, uh, just shaking his head. Like, no. You don't think so? No, not a chance. And PPL's tried several times to come back. Remember, remember they sent us uh, Media Pack yeah, and a yeah, bunch yeah. of other stuff, and then they teased it again. I, I can't see them coming back. Okay, and so- to be honest with you, even if they do, how can you compete against NP or uh, the NXL mm-hmm. and um, ICPL, Ironman or Iron City Classic, and these these things? At, at this point, we're not necessarily oversaturated. But we're kind of oversaturated in, in in tournament paintball right now. I, you know, I, I think the MPPL name will re, re you know make its name okay. I'm all hopped up on the Jones soda <laughs> right now. Sorry, I, I think MPPL will come back. I don't think it'll be the continue the, the massive Super Seven series that they have, but I think there'll be two or three events. It, it's sort of what happened with like PSP and like you know like all these 
people play a league for a number of number of years. They get upset with the promoter and the venue and how things uh, turn out. And then all of a sudden, a new tournament and series pops up, and then teams jump from that series to the other series. So I think um, I don't think there'll be a there won't be a long life to uh, the resurgence of uh, the MPPL. But I I can see Hunting Beach happening again. I really can. You can exhale all you want, you know, into the microphone. No, this compression okay. now, so, so we're good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, can I breathe? I'm going to be about halfway right on this, but the reason why NPPL Huntington Beach uh, uh, worked was because uh, Ron Kilborn used to have a team in the NPPL, yeah. worked with Chuck Henge, and because he was working for the city, that all worked out. Since that, since he has no relationship and he's no longer with Paintball in the city, I don't know that they're going to be able to secure that venue. Yeah. This is from the rumor mill. Nick Slowiak says, just one event. Is he hoping or speculating? I don't know. He's got some eyes in the next emoji, so I don't know what that I, is. I look into his eyes, I get lost, and then I'm... They're dreamy. I, Holy smokes. <laughs> but again, I, I can see... Thank you, Nick. Uh, yes, I can see at least one or two events. Yeah, yeah. Like the ICC popped up similar to that. Like People were just looking for alternative venues and for the spirit of paintball again. And I don't know if it was anything bigger. Well, maybe Skyball, but Huntington Beach, that was a that was a pinnacle. Somewhere moment where we it. wanted to go but we never got there because they Paintball did peak they, at Skyball. They killed they killed it. So everybody talks about how great it is, but back when it was still going on, there were people complaining about how poor it was to run on that thin turf on sand, and I'm sounding bitter because I was never there. But I can imagine how it would be hard to run an event on a sandy beach like yeah it's also hard to play in monsoon weather in sticky mud in sand in but here, okay, still you know, awesome here, here, here we all we, 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 we complain about exposure paintball making it much more mainstream and potentially chasing some outside paintball sponsors a venue like that on a boardwalk with you know foot traffic and you know just the, the 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 eyes on the sport would do tremendous amount of good particularly now you know when you know people are looking for alternative activities or new things to do post covid um, i'm not saying the event is going to happen but I, I i can see looking into my crystal balls um, that yeah and it, it definitely one or two events like stan i don't know if chuck hench will still be involved with it or not but i think mppl by the name itself will uh, will will come out yeah, the, I, I have my NPPL media pass folder somewhere. I don't throw any of that stuff away. It's somewhere over there in that bin, but I, I don't think Chuck Hench's name was anywhere near that. It was, uh, I can't remember. Maybe Nick can help me in that. Um, and Nick said the beach wasn't that bad. Yeah. Oh, screw you, Nick. <laughs> I wasn't invited, so I don't know. I think know. you just take your headphones off and leave because you've been <laughs> wrong, dog, wrong. <laughs> No, I just remember people complaining about not complaining about it, but I mean, if that is the worst thing and you're playing on the beach, come on, come on. So, All yeah, right. I'm so sorry. Play, playing paintball on the beach wasn't perfect. And since it is Thanksgiving, uh, I want to let Josh answer the question as well. <laughs> so we're not don't skipping let over. Josh, you. do that. I don't even remember what the question was. MPPL. Do you think it's going to make a comeback? Do you think you will see that that tournament series or at least a couple events? No, I don't. Think you so. think it's done? No. All right, Joe. For no apparent reason, I, I don't know. I think it's it, like Todd said. I think it'd be a, a stretch to bring it to bring it back and you know get all the teams. Although, like Nick slowly said, you could probably pull off one event if you could do it on the beach, just to play on the beach and say you did it, would be kind of cool. But since they've done it, they've probably changed the laws and the environmental people would have. You know, would they would the environmentalists complain? Although the paintballs are perfectly safe and environmentally friendly would people complain about paintballers running on the beach and stuff i don't know yeah and then you know they're going to shut down the baywatch filming like this is not i can just see greta showing up now how dare you <laughs> how dare you run the beach <laughs> all right uh next question comes from mike thompson and this is a pick i think you have todd yeah. Uh, so Mike Thompson says, inspired by Jones, Joe's vault segment from last week, uh, what stickers does everybody else have rocking or wanting to go on that perfect place? And I'll bring you up this well, one second. I'll bring you up the here's his sticker sheet. Matt, you can bring it up there. I've I've had I have the die stickers. That JT sticker I don't have with the butterfly, but I have something similar. I don't have any war game products. I wish I did. Um, I have. Extreme Rage, <laughs> Rage. stickers. Um, I have some Zap stickers. 
I have. I have several sheets of that yeah. Bob Long Intimidator one, if anyone would like to buy them. Uh, Todd, I know you're, oh, you're he's busy gonna right go, now, he's but actually do, going to get it. do you remember that uh, soundbite we used to have? Zap. Yeah. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> Where is that? We, I don't know. Like Todd's going to go through like, his boards and yeah, bring right. that one back. That's right. All right. Okay. So, any? I mean, Joe, you've got the free world supply of uh, vintage stickers I as do well. I lots so of stickers. Is there any? We used to put them on guns and hoppers, hoppers. and stuff like that. I don't have I don't have, any, I don't have any war game stickers. I do have lots of um, Oakley Thermal Nuclear Protection one. I have several. I CP have some we would have. CP ones. I have some Planet Eclipse ones. Lots of OG lots Planet of, Eclipse because we would have had the original E. Yeah, from two thousand and four, two thousand and five. So almost twenty year old sticker sheets from Planet mm. Eclipse. I have some evil sticker sheets. I know that. Um, maybe a few smart parts. Sticker sheets. Um, I don't RP know I, Shear. Um, um, I don't know. Just I trying to think all the stickers that we have. I have I have a couple envelopes around somewhere in the studio where I've kept all of them. I brought them from my office. But um, any paintball fields we went to, like anything that we, I have, yeah. I probably have a uh, like thirty die stickers that come off of apparel back in the day when you used to buy oh, yeah. like shorts and stuff. I had so many of those. Yeah. I think I just finally threw them away. But. Um, yeah. I have so much dye apparel, uh, the pants. Like, remember that they had. They had I, that. D- I do miss uh, casual wear lines from uh, from paintball manufacturers. I really do. Yeah. I just do vaults on some of my casual wear from dye. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from James Poole, and James wants to know: with the mechs back on the market, what mech would you like to see made again? That's a great question, and to be honest with you, I have a hard time concentrating. I still have that taste of turkey <laughs> goo in my. The sh- we should have saved that for the after show because now I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. They should have just called it turkey giblets because it was. It's not. There's nothing good about what we were just. I'm eating. glad you said giblets and not the other word I thought you were going for. Yeah, but... Giblets. <laughs> I had a slight moment of panting there. <laughs> I know. Um, mech gun. Mech gun. What would you like to see come back? The first thing that comes to mind is not. Well, it's sort of mech. I guess it's a pump, but I'd like the C3 to come back because I still think there's something yeah, true. to be said about that. Maybe that's just nostalgia. Um, that's a good point. That's a good comment, Joe. You, I, I, I'm sure you're going to say like. Um, uh, what's the green gun? The pump, the Phantom? No. Oh no, Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Line, line SI Bushmaster needs to come back. If they modernized it with a better valve system and maybe a better barrel. Yeah, it... but then part of the, the the aura of it is like to adjust to adjust the velocity on your Bushmaster, you had to change the main springs. Spring. Yep. Then you could change the power tube to make the the whole larger or smaller then you can also change the spring inside the valve to make it stiffer or softer and that would either let more air in or less air in it was pretty pretty neat how you could do that what about a kp sheridan rifle would it right let's there. say let's say somebody that bought one, right, it, right? There. yeah okay so let's say somebody bought one of the or, or re, re, came out with that and they made it so the air was somehow different maybe well okay let's just say they came out would people buy it and would it be practical that we should weigh it someday but that's a that's got some weight to it and when you put 200 rounds on top of it in a hopper too like that's not an easy thing to be lugging around the field i think it was five and a half pounds but then was you look not? at like the empire Before defender bottle? you look at some of the other bigger guns like the sar 12 people are still toting these bigger guns the dam you would have yeah. to you would have to ma- remanufacture the sheridan and probably a six eight seven or a 688 bore size. The valve, it was... Or it just, at the very least, a ball detente. And how did you detente? Not, not to prevent the ball from rolling out. You'd have yeah. to put a little bit of electrical tape to put the, prevent the ball from rolling out. But there was no way to adjust the velocity on those things. No, we had the Thor regulators we had to yeah, make had people to, put on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they can adjust or you could cut the main spring a bit if you needed them. But Converting uh, it to HPA was... Far better, but still not a hundred percent foolproof. Bobby Dow's says Neb- the nightmare. Okay, no. yeah. yeah. Neb Nella, I'd like to see the fortieth anniversary Bud or signature cock. That's yep. yeah. We're waiting we're on waiting that. for that. <laughs> we're waiting on that as well. But and Jason Smith, nobody likes AGD, so we're going to pass over on that one. Burn in hell. <laughs> but that that no, is a mark. I mean, burn long, obviously burn slow. AGD is still around. They are. Um, but it's I haven't seen a newer AGD gun 
in forever. The it's always the classics coming out. One, no, no, yeah. no. But I mean, I mean, you could still get AGDs off the uh, like. I mean, you can get the made now and ship to your home. But I, at the field, I haven't seen um, like a '68 classic in forever. Hey, here's yeah. a gun to come back. What if? Okay, and maybe I'm looking at it back nostalgically. But what about a gun that's great for beginners? Um, not not necessarily for a rental gun, but for their first purchase. But wouldn't it be nice to see a Piranha come back? Because the Piranha was, I would say, a little better than the Spider for quality. It was still cheap to get into, but it was readily available for parts and it was easy to maintain. But people could buy things for it and 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 easily get into the sport. See, that's a thing. Like, I don't know. Okay, I, could, we've talked. About, I I often talk about how the Stingray runs and and performs on high pressure air. But with a Piranha, if you were using maybe. high high pressure air, be more consistent. Or was it just there was too much tolerances in the hammer O-ring and the striker O-ring to make it efficient? You just had to lube it up to make it work. Uh, Bill Scribner, you're banned. Uh, we're not talking about the evil omen. And Ryan McGee says, Gavin wants the Aircon Overlord to come back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course I do. You know, because my papers are blowing around everywhere, so I just need something to keep everything in order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, I had this conversation over the course of the weekend about guns that were sub, like, below $200 mark to get people into the sport. Like, I mean, yeah. back when Spider came out, Spider's about $300, get you up and running. Uh, but you had a functional marker. I think that is what's lacking in the sport today. I mean, the tip and Cronus runs about what? One seventy nine. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that, I think I think more manufacturers need that's to have Canadian that. That's like, Canadian dollars, though, too. Yeah. I, it's funny in the U.S. It's probably one hundred and twenty bucks, like eight bucks. <laughs> but the <laughs> Ryan McGee says the Model ninety eight. The Model ninety eight was expensive back in the day compared when to first a came Piranha, out. Yeah. Yeah. right. Um, and Ryan McGee also says uh, bring the X seven classic back. The X7 I wasn't, a fan, of, I wasn't re- a fan of the X7 at all. I wasn't a fan either. I, uh, I like the A5. I wish they would have left it as yeah. is. But then they had the X7, and then they have the Phenom after it. I would it. say the A5, they should bring that back and just make turn it into just hopper fed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think, you know, it's not advantageous, obviously, for maybe manufacturers to release runs of like sub $200 markers to get people into the sport. But if you can interchange yeah. it or upgrade that or, yeah. or add on to it, yeah. uh, I, you know what? I think that's what's really killing the sport, right? You go from like a Tipman Cronus to a two thousand dollar gun, yeah. right? And it's just and it's t- I think it's tough that that sticker shock for for mom and dad who may be buying the equipment. I think that's a tough sell. Would like to see a PGP maybe come back, but on the same token, is there a market for a pump handgun? But it it, it, it was a a small compact subcompact pistol, but now when you can get like a the, the TR fifty or and all any of those semi automatics, but around the, P, the same price, point. around the yeah. same price point. Yeah. But the PGP, it would perform and it, you know it would shoot a, a, a great distance and be quite accurate as well. So yeah. there's something to be said about. Well, let's not leave out the AGD sidearm then. Uh, if you could find one, if you could yeah. find one, it's a million. They're a million dollars, but the yeah. PGP. I'm one of my shed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I have to go now. Yeah, to his shed. <laughs> There's a lock on my shed. Oh, Mike Thompson said, like, the $200 ions. Yeah. You know, mock an ion if you want, but I think I think they were they were good for for the time. Agreed. Um, I also like the, um, and I can't think of the name now. They're from Smart Parts. They're the the plastic entry-level SP8? Gun. No, no. The SP1 or whatever? No, not one, but... Yes, the enemy. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the enemy. enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it was mechanical, although if you played with the trigger, it you'd swear it wasn't. Right. It was super light, you know. It, could, it was a pneumatic trigger, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I remember. What was the the trigger for the A5? It, it was just a regular trigger, but, I mean, you could put a response trigger on it. Response well. trigger, yeah. that's what it was. But there was two. What is the, was the response trigger there and something an e- else? There was an there? e-grip. E-grip, yeah. E-grip, e-grip, yeah. Ryan McGee says, Response trigger Todd, is insane. Bring back the PGP. Ryan, you're in the States. Go to Rasheen, Wisconsin. Walk around because that's <laughs> where the plant used to be. You can probably find the blueprints or find the rights to it. And it's probably a bin of them somewhere. Probably a bin sitting somewhere. Yeah. Neb Nella brings up good points. The Empire Tracer. And the um, Hammer 7. That Tracer came back, though. I wouldn't say the Empire Tracer. I would say that the PMI Tracer. PMI Tracer. Yeah, I, I have a w- bunch. I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, the Empire Tracer when it came back. I, I remember being excited about it, and uh, about the announcement. And when it rolled out, very disappointed. I, was, I, remember, I remember playing it for the first time. I was like, 
what the hell am I doing? Yeah, very <laughs> disappointed. But the Hammer 7 has been one of the most highly modded guns yep. since, the, since yeah. it came out, right? And I wish I knew, because I remember looking at it thinking this is a POS, yeah. and it sat in stores, and I walked by it numerous times, and they were handed out like candy for prizes. I, Had I known the value of it at the time, I would have scooped I know. them all Instead, off. I bought Google stock. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I what a one waste of those <laughs> brand new in box. Yeah, no, it was, it was all Bitcoin for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh boy! It's in a box with my Enron stocks. Um, I have a I have a visual question. If you want, Gavin. Uh, yeah, please. So this will go great on the audio podcast. Yeah. So this one, Ryan McGee sent this in last. I didn't print it off for. You. He says, "Now that D Day is no longer going to be happening every summer, what event series uh, or series of events do you guys think will step up and fill that gap?" That's a hard one because it's subjectional. But when I was thinking about it, I kind of thought. That one of the game promoters that seems to be stepping up real big right now, and I know Viper is retired uh, after the end of this season, and Honda does a great job, but I hear so much about Super Game. We've played only the ones in Oregon, but I've heard so much about the other scenarios. I think Super Game might be the scenario series that you want to be, and I think you're going to see a lot of guys traveling to maybe not all of them, but more than one event. Uh, for me, my bucket list is still Hanu's um, Living Legends in Hawaii. I know, but we're I just need to get there. And 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 Hanu can say that he's invited us, but a, but Hanu, an invitation also includes an envelope of plane <laughs> tickets. <laughs> oh, true, true. Yes, I'm going to ruin the deal. Yeah, yeah. no, no I'd love to. And, that's, and at the yeah. bare minimum, three food vouchers. We don't care where it's for. <laughs> just three food no, vouchers. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I desperately need to get there before I hang up my. Uh, Hang up my uh, my paintball gear. Hopefully uh, that's good. not for like twenty more years. I hope, I, yeah, I'm hoping to get here between now and twenty years from now. I'm hoping to, uh, to 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 get to that event. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, Speaking of events and getting there quick and winning an event, Todd has something to say. I had a good segment too. Well, I didn't actually. Just I was do it anyway. All right, Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, and new territory, including the new MagFed division, Planet Eclipse guys. Get planet and take on the world. When the world's greatest photographers, yep. players, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, and biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Thick welded seams, yep. stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davison's crew. Check out AirUps on Facebook and check them out at AirUps.com. Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. So make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. Hack your commute and dominate any terrain. Snowboard all season with thy self-balancing board that feels like carving fresh powder all year. With its 20 to 28 kilometer range and hands-free operation, you can crush boredom and never want to stop riding. Shop Ride519.com and get 10% off your order using the promo code BTB10. DLX Technology Guys, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And that's where I hear you want to be. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to all of our sponsors. If it wasn't for them, uh, we wouldn't be here today. And uh, remind me to tell you guys in the after show about a potential new sponsor. Yeah, buddy. Well, we would probably still be here, but we wouldn't have Jones turkey-flavored beverages. Oh, I hope to God we haven't ruined our Jones soda <laughs> sponsorship. Do you think they have grape soda? I wonder if that's good. They had jelly donut. I would take any other of their soda over this one. I don't know if I would try another it Jones be, soda. They could have Jones Mace. <laughs> I would try it over this. You one, shake it I up think. and spray it all over your face. <laughs> you know what? I joked That's earlier. I joked there. earlier about stuffing in there. I wish there were stuffing or turkey bits or something. Just it would make sense. You know what? It would almost make sense with the color of this. You can't see it at home, but it looks like liquid. Like looks like gravy, but it's watery. Like it's thicker apple juice. If this it's carbonated was more apple juice color. It's like gravy from Golden Corral. <laughs> when you go to Ben Tan and they have those juice with the the jellies in it, what are what are those called? Bubble, bubble tea. Bubble tea. Yeah, they need the bubbles and the bubble tea in there. That'd make it worse. There was a shortage of bubbles uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. The first the five tapioca? six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I was. Anyways. It's not tapioca, is it? I I whatever so. it is, I don't know. I don't drink it, what? so I don't know. But 
the bubbles, bubble tea. The bubble tea. It, yeah. It's tapioca. Is it? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, made some. <laughs> let's move on, please. <laughs> he made some at home. He made some tapioca balls. Are you sure, he it was made, tapioca. No, he made. I watched him make the tapioca flour. Then he rolled it. Then he put it in the fridge. Then oh. he boiled it. Then they Jeepers. made bubble tea, and it's like, oh, man. I make bubble water. Yeah. <laughs> the bubble factory. He could have walked the out of Ben Tam and he could have yeah. done that, but he made his own tapioca for bubble tea. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is your time to shine. If you're watching the show live with us, we're watching you in our Facebook and on uh, on our YouTube channel. Tonight's topic of conversation is uh, what is the best paintball product or paintball gear you've ever bought? We asked you guys to tag the sponsor, you know, whoever you purchased it from to uh, to help them out. Uh, so if you guys are watching us live and you did not uh, participate, by all means, put it up and we'll try to. Uh, yeah, we'll try to get we'll try to get your response. Uh, Paintball 100 on Instagram said uh, his best was the EMF 100, the 170R, and EMEC 100 from Planet Eclipse. Uh, all modified, he said. Hmm. Neb, Neb Nellis says the Spec Ops Broadsword Tact Vest. John Metcalf, Planet Eclipse, EMF 100, and Tim and TIPX. Um, Devin Schwartz, may have heard of him, A5. Steve Zagel says the Brass Eagle Stingray. Yeah. Jay Muncaster says the six pack uh, had it somewhere between twelve grams and constant air. Man, it made him feel like a king. Yep, that six pack, baby. Uh, I had a fight have uh, breakout here. We got Matt Watts says Butters Auto Cocker, then Paul Council says Automag, fight me, bro. <laughs> then Matt David <laughs> comes in and says Matt Watts, the Auto Chopper, <laughs> no. and it continues for several more pages like that. Uh, Tommy Tuawala says, Markers have always had some kinks to them, so Spires, they never failed me, not even with reballs. Hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Hinkson says, Tipman X7 Phenom, Jason Srizm, Airgun Designs USA, and Cockers paved the way to the current stuff, and Jeremy Flores is happy that someone invented paintballs, because without paintballs, we wouldn't be here. Mike Hancock says he'd like to say the 68 Automag, but thinks he needs to say the Tipping Pro Carbine. It's his first gun, the one that got him into the game. Still going strong. Mm. Uh, Shane Richter says Exalt Squeegee. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Luc Menard says My Sandana. Yeah, Luc Menard. <laughs> Luc Menard, <laughs> money bag. Yeah. The Empire Paintball Axes may not be my main marker anymore, but I can always get one working. And Jay Letterman says. Red's pads. Manuel Gardea says the original JT Proflex. Um, Lynx Tactical says MG100 from Planet Eclipse. What else? Paintball Nerd, Tipman A5. Yep. You know, I know we're zipping over these real quick. Uh, Misfit Toys Paintball says, okay. So clearly Thunderwear gloves. Ah, Oh, there you go. Thunderwear gloves. Demers Carl says CCI Phantom Stone, the Lux. And uh, Alchemist1289 on Instagram said the WGP Carnivore. The Carny was great. Oh. I, I love the Carnivore, but I think out of all the WGP guns, that one was the most finicky because it had the biggest screw with factor, but they were awesome. But it Absolutely. looked, it, in my opinion, it looked the most badass. My WGP Autococker Tactical, still the Schnizznit. <laughs> the Schnizznit? Yeah. Ian uh, Carter says Emac, and he's almost bored of the field because he's not breaking down guns and equipment to get it running anymore. So he doesn't need to tinker. Good for you, Ian. Yeah, uh, that's a big thing. When you find a gun that always works, that's the happy time. It's called an axe. Uh, Carlos Pagan says Nemesis Barrel from Karma Tech Engineering. I missed the other Pagan. Marky Mark Pagan. Mark Pagan. The Funky Bunch. Yeah, yeah. JTH uh, says he was going to say autococker, so it seems obvious. This is for you, Joe. Perk up your ears. Vents Predators. Ah. He says, still the best mask ever used. Same, shame they're not made still. Steve Birchfield. He says his uh, push paintball mask, He only one he can breathe in. Uh, he also really likes his Planet Eclipse Emac. And here's a list. We'll just take a bit of a break here for a second. So here's a list that Todd Martinez sent in and wanted me to read out. So his his best products that he's, and he's been around for a while, Autococker, obviously. He suggested the Predator. Uh, free flow auto cocker, the original ones. Uh-huh. JT Spectra, that is an yeah, industry yeah, yeah. changer, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Eric America, Air America HPA tanks, they were the beginners of of the whole HPA revolution. 
Uh, smart parts barrels. Yeah. How many All-Americans and freaks did we go uh, through? Maybe I showed that tonight in my vault. Indeed. Yeah. I don't know necessarily who this is, so I apologize, but Unique Pro Gear. That was the harnesses. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, RP Shear Paint. Uh, back many years ago, yes. Raza Jerseys. Meh. <laughs> Wonder why you put that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Weapons Pants. Uh, best things I have but didn't have to pay for was the Flex 7. Okay. Not, I didn't like the style of that, but I agree. It's still a JT. The Shocker, the Lux, the Shock Tech Intimidator, Banana Ball, Imperial <laughs> Paint, Hellfire Paint, RP Shear, Ultra Evil, and Marbleizer, which I will say that the Ultra Evil was fantastic. The Marbleizer, we've had great and crap of the Marbleizer. But if you think original about Original Marb was fantastic. If you go back them. to the days of yeah. RP Shear when they came out with the... Um, the sh- I've just had it on the tip of my tongue. The shell, the advantage shell, was sort of almost a plasticized shell, and it seemed to be more resistant yeah. to moisture. But it was still a gelatin. Speaking shell. Speaking of the tip of the tongue, I keep looking at the uh, Jones soda, thinking it'd be refreshing to have a sip of it. it but would I'm be. not going back to it. All right, this is for Matt. Um, Nathan Brock says my AKA Vikings Excaliburs and Merlins. <laughs> Were they good built guns? Nope. <laughs> Matt's shaking his head hard. Yes, it was. No, it was amazing. <laughs> so Matt shaking his head no. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't you know, have a mic. No, so. we're doing the scripted video. Yes, he's shaking his head back and forth, indicating no. And he's indicating no more uh, lack of time. Continue oh, why is my microphone cut? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam Moyer says full clip uh, vest and auto mag. Okay. And uh, this is looking into the future. I believe it is Bonchick. So it is Maureen the Queen says, my eventual Tiger Stripe hoodie. Oh, <laughs> you're killing me. Um, I, if, if I had to look into the future, I would say the EMF 100 is going to be on that list. Yes, sir. Uh, but here's here's a quick list that I scratched together, and we'll go around the horn and see what you guys think. Um, squeegee, I do agree with the exalt squeegee that was brought up, but I still think my reds was my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, uh my best pod pack was NXE or Evil. Uh, Autococker was the most stable gun, as well as the axe. I, I Again, I don't know many people that can't say anything negative or that can't say anything bad about an axe. You pull it out, it works every single time. Uh, paint, uh, I'll touch on Todd's point. Evil paint was fantastic back in the day. There was some, r- like that stuff was amazing. Did you just refer to yourself in the third person? No, Todd yes. Martinez, we're just talking oh, about him. Okay. Uh, but the marbleizer, the again, show, damn it. No, Joe and I have shot fantastic marb, and we've been given some pretty crappy marb. So yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. It's, yeah. And then best best goggles still JT Proflex in my opinion, All and right. that's just my humble opinion. But what about you guys, Josh? Let's ask you best best paintball gear you've ever had. Uh, go with the prompts. Each prompt you had, gun, paint, harness. No, you I just did. tossed the sheet. I, I just tossed okay. it. I just whatever. I I went too far. I I overanswered no, the I, question. I like but what about you, Josh? Think about the best of the stuff that you have. I'm still a huge fan of the TMC. Yeah, just because it, I feel like it is the That's it is a quintessential yeah. Tipman step into MagFed marker, which just okay, it doesn't break. If it does, it's easy to fix. Parts are easy to find. Done and done. Right. Um. Spec ups for closing would just it changed everything, and I know some people didn't like it, but like to have pants that were breathable yeah. with stretch spots, like I felt that my awesome. butt looked the best in those pants. They were really, yeah, yeah, the way they were stitched, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> kind of like a Lululemon yoga pant, like a Lululemon crossover. Just <laughs> 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 <Dear God. laughs> yeah. It's like I was wearing nothing at all. <laughs> the uh, the Flex Eight mask, yeah. Just it fits my face. I don't know what it is. I I could wear it all day and not even realize I have it on. No. In the remake of the Revy Hopper. Yeah. Good point. Joe, what about you? Um, I'm gonna say the first JT uh, Elite goggle lens that came out. It replaced safety goggles. It was really the first, you know, uh, mask that had a goggle that had an integrated mask. It really elevated paintball and gave you more protection. I think. I'm torn between some fantastic all-star paint and California Magnum solar pink. I know a lot of people say it was rock hard. In the end, it was hard and didn't break. But when the first the first bunch of batches came out in, in the late the late 80s, early 90s, Cal Mag was just fantastic. Um, 
Best gun, I don't know. Gosh, you know, you have to look at where we are and why we're here. You know, just overall pick one. But it's but it's yours. Just say the VF tactical and move on. My Bushmaster point man. Okay. And and I don't know as far as vests. I think you know when we went from wearing like M16 pouches to Eagle Eagle tactical vests back <laughs> in the day, man. That you're stealing that, all my stuff. That certainly, <laughs> you know what? Gavin's just falling apart over there. Elevated us, and, first, I, and, and I couldn't. I couldn't. What grinds your gears, I couldn't Gavin. be where I am right now without my darn tough socks. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get to Gavin's, just want to give yeah, an honorable, course, honorable mention to Paul Poston, uh, watching by him by himself tonight. Uh, he says, "Old school marbleizer." Yeah, yeah, indeed. Some of that old we, stuff was like the marbleizer, the, the evil, the all star, and the El Tigre. If you could afford the El Tigre, yes. I mean, it was all the same paint, but that stuff there was pretty fantastic stuff. There was a game at the Kasuth Road Field one time, and I think we had. Was it two star paint? All star. All, all, all star. It was yellow with black uh, stars on them. But it was a clear shell. Yeah, yeah, it had a clear shell with stars on. That it. paint was just—I don't know what and it was, was, but like, that day and that paint was. Yeah, so that was, was essentially evil paint, like that was or marbleizer. It was I marble. It was marbleizer. It came off the same line. That that stuff when when oh. our piece. Oh, it was amazing. Gator, they also had gator black. It yeah. was it was it was fantastic. We shot a tournament, Roger, with with black shell and dark purple shell and we could barely see it leaving our guns but the people on the other side of the field could not see it coming at the end it didn't help us uh win the tournament but it certainly was a fun thing to play with that was the coolest thing about that green that bright green shell yeah it's just watching the paint fly all through the air and just everything broke and it was like i didn't and green green shell paint or green filled clear shell paint when it's running through the air that's paint you can actually see whether you're whether it's coming at you away from you or sideways you can trace that paint yeah you know but uh Gavin, what, fun about, what about you um so let's go top down uh goggles i would say the jt spectre system was the most comfortable and i still use a very similar platform uh marker my sniper my wgp sniper to pump sniper. uh yeah. hopper oh, would be either you know like a, a revy um i i enjoyed that back in the day because that was my first motorized loader and i was less braking less chopping all that stuff um, obviously compressed air versus CO2 and Joe stole this already uh, my Eagle Tactical Vest so that was good for both when I was playing yep. Pump or now even uh, Magved now uh, but for Harness System my also my War Games product um, pack the three, the three oh, pack yeah. that had the dump, uh, pouch, had the dump pouch in it right so you weren't losing pods yeah. um, <laughs> and then uh, just my regular BDUs um, Ultama has the best boots uh, right now darn tough socks and uh, Gavin's out do you remember when we, you know, we went from wearing, you know, those little canvas pouches that held our tubes to wearing tactical vests by Eagle? Yep. And the only other manufacturer of a vest was Blackhawk, and they were shit. And we got these vests from Eagle Industries. They were in Missouri, and we were like the only people that had them, other than SWAT teams. At one time, Flagriders was this- buying more Eagle Eagle Tactical vests than anyone in Canada. And they still alive. Yeah, they're still fact, alive. In fact, you guys had the only bright fl- uh, fluorescent orange uh, tactical vests. Yeah. Uh, in existence. Yeah. yeah. I still have one that was not mine. It was given to me by Jeremy. Okay. It's still in great shape. I, I tried to donate it to some of the refs last year. And they turned up their nose. They're like, I don't want to wear this. Idiots. Oh, I know. Idiots. We, we have officially had to close our business. <laughs> business. Can we give an honorable mention to the Empire Resurrection? You guys were talking about the, oh, yeah. the, the pump. That's... but what, the, the Empire Resurrection was oh, one, of my, one of my favorite guns. And just out of the box, this thing always shot. And you didn't have to time it. You didn't have to do anything goofy to it. it you didn't short stroke it like you used to an old autococker. Sorry, I'll hang it, to the, hang it up there. But look at that. Isn't that a beautiful... Beautiful anno job there, but these resurrections were great. And the sniper was it sniper two? I guess it would have been sniper two. Yep, fantastic. And if you can find yourself a used sniper two, well worth the uh, sorry, Matt, well worth the money. I was going to drop it. Yeah, and you know, going back to Joe's vault, my sniper two had an all American barrel on it. Yeah, in addition to my canner kit, but that's what I first started at my green, my green machine. Love that pump. Um. Are we good for the end of that topic? Can I we, done reckon, yeah. Just, so here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to bid farewell to you. We're going to continue to go uh, broadcast live uh, on YouTube, and we're going to continue to record for our podcast. If you're listening to our podcast, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back in just a moment. 
But uh, thank you guys for joining us for our Thanksgiving holiday show. Yes, it's our Thanksgiving, and uh, it might not be yours where you are in the world, but uh, this is the right day for Thanksgiving, so I'm not sure when you guys are celebrating yours. But thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you to Gavin for being on the program. Fantastic to be here, folks. Thank you for your contributions in the chat. Thank you for listening, downloading all the stuff, your support. Uh, that is what I'm giving thanks for this evening. Your contributions to the show and your support. Thank not, you so much. Not, not the Jones soda? Oh, my gosh. I think I have to go to the ER after this, but uh, stay tuned for the after show. I'd like to know how you actually chugged that. I had to. I had to. Get... I, but I, how? It's like, you know, bad experience. You got to tough through it. I guess. <laughs> oh, I why, why let it linger? Yeah, so I'm yeah. pretty sure I caught diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Kimson for Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Uh, Joe Kimson signing out for Monday night Thanksgiving, and we'll see everybody next week on Behind the Bunker when we go live and talk about maybe some stuff about paintball. But it's great having all the comments in the uh, forum here. And Josh, Zuby's a brickist. Yeah, thank you for everyone for listening to the brand-new audio equipment. And my apologies to all the other podcasts. And it was donated to us by some failed podcast experiment. Yeah, only because I don't have any equipment anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he kept stealing the wrong things from us. Uh, so thank, thanks, guys. We'll see you over on uh, YouTube. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments, and we might read them on the show. In retrospect, but yeah. All right, thanks, guys, for uh, for sticking with us. We are live on the YouTube right now, so thank you. Yeah. And we're going to watch your comments. Um, watch your comments. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was going to tell you guys uh, about the new sponsor. So there's a company that's not a paintball-related company that wants us to... Uh, advertise for them. Please say darn tough. Please say darn tough. Please it's say not darn tough, tough unfortunately, uh, but it's a product that uh, most of our viewers would probably utilize anyways. They would like us to do four weeks of promo with a promo code, and if we can sell a dozen of their products, then they'll hook us up for a long-term sponsorship. Really? Okay. So, so how uh, many guys do we have in the studio right now? Four. Five. Four, five. That's at least yeah. five. That's five. That's true. That's true. Well, would you really wear a wrestling singlet? I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, who? I didn't tell you what the sponsor is. I, I'll tell you guys off here because I don't. Uh, I don't oh, want to jinx it to, the, okay. to people gotcha. walking, watching at home. But, if it's uh, Crocs, George Hayes is going <laughs> to poop himself. Oh, could you imagine? He's a VP of crockery. Okay, but let's be honest. Would darn tough or Croc even need us anymore? We're already selling their stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. every week. <laughs> let's be realistic. We're giving it away for free. Um, I think, I, truthfully, I think we've converted our audience into a lot of our sponsorships. Uh, I mean, a lot of people preach the the gospel of Planet Eclipse because we do every week. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people utilize Ruthless. Um, you know, we've we've been a good brand ambassador for for everybody that we represent. But so. it also feels great to be able to get behind a product that you actually play with, enjoy, and support. Uh, you don't feel like a dirty whore. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, where I would, if Old Soul was correct, is it Vegemite? <laughs> it is not. I would be so happy I if would. Vegemite. Vegemite. Yeah. Gavin's got a snack pack of Vegemite available every single time that uh, we're here in the studio. I have an emergency supply of Vegemite on me at all times. <laughs> God, you couldn't squeeze it onto anything to make it taste good. I'm telling you, you know, uh, an English muffin or a piece of toast with hot butter on it and then a schmear of a Vegemite, and you're golden. I bet you if you put a a little bit on a strip of bacon. Now, I've only had it on toast. I I should actually look up Vegemite recipes, but it is fantastic stuff. Did you get the video I sent you on Instagram? No. Of the kid eating Vegemite? No. Oh, well, that might have been a while back. Yeah. He takes like a giant spoonful of butter and puts it on first. Absolutely. And then he puts like this little tiny bit of Vegemite on. And he's like, hey, I like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's like a awesome. hundred to one ratio of butter to Vegemite. Yeah. So, I'd like Vegemite too if you didn't take the cap off of it. So. <laughs> yeah. The packaging is nice to color. <laughs> yes. Uh, it looks so promising though. Like when you look at it, it, it like, definitely it is an acquired taste. Jeff Thompson says, if the new sponsor sells any products for pain, hook me up. Anything that we anything that we take as far as a sponsor will be a legal company. 
<laughs> well, it depends on where you are. You'll be registered yeah. with the FDA if, yeah. if, if it is a pain. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? You're tuning into this program. This is causing you more pain than anything else in I your life. I was going to say, yeah. this may take your, your, your mind off of other pain that you're in. But hey, Jeff, while you're at it, go to the casino and ask for help with gambling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so we'll t- we'll chat soon. But yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone's Thanksgiving. Good? No, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So the, you know, here in Southern Ontario, where you are broadcasting from, or you're you know, you've downloaded the information, we've had an incredible fall day. It was more like summer. Yeah. Um. So you know, you couldn't complain. We were outside barbecuing. Actually, we didn't do the whole turkey thing because we did that a couple of weeks ago. We almost drowned on Friday. Were you then the, the weather was okay. Were you in the on the water? Were you guys not awake at like one o'clock in the morning? Uh, no. Typically, no. <laughs> we got like half a foot of rain in about half an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here? Yeah. Wow. Now, oh. were, you, were you lining up the animals two by two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go into your Kia? Has he been asking to borrow wood too? He's been pulling planks off my fence for the last three weeks and swears he's going to bring them back. That's where yeah. the tree went that was in Todd's front yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul Poston says Tommy Chong CBD products. <laughs> Quite possibly. What does he know about? Yeah. No, they're already rich enough out of weed. They don't need to be legal though. Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Yeah, but they were popular back when, like back in the eighties, when they wouldn't have done as well as like a modern day actor would now. Like they. Well, Tommy Chong did branch off. I mean, he, uh, Paul's not not joking. I mean, he had a whole line of bongs and products, and now yeah. the Cheech is sort of like like bells? sort of fizz- yes, yeah. it, it, the fizzling. Like they've reconnected both doing stand up. Um, touring the, the uh, touring the the world really, and yeah. uh, they have both CBD and THC products as well. Yeah. I I just made made that comment because back years ago, especially musicians, you know they make more money now. Their contracts are better, but like you look at all the musicians back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, they made nothing. They got paid to go into the studio and record, and the record companies got all the money, and they didn't yeah. see any sort of residuals or anything like that. I remember right? seeing so, the uh, the the. The, the price list uh, for how much each artist made at Woodstock and it went from like highest to lowest I think Jimi Hendrix was the highest it was only like $18,000 or something like that <laughs> all the way down to like you know who yeah. you know really pivotal um, cultural moments and they were making like nothing who was telling me this Josh was it you we were talking about podcasts and, and vloggers and um, some of these people that we were talking about they were getting $60,000 per episode just to mention the sponsor mm-hmm yeah. Um, can you imagine like they, they also have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that watch their or listen to their podcast but 60 grand just to say hey you know I I like Chong's what's what they don't even have to say they like it they just have to mention it well it reminds me of that Wayne's World a parody of that you know when they're doing the product placement like, yeah, like the Reebok and the Pizza Hut and the Pepsi <laughs> yeah. right? it's just like yeah. it's everything yeah. they can just shove into the frame yeah, yeah. well we, we, we yeah it's even the new movies right now like we went and saw a movie the other night and you could see Pepsi Camp yeah and it's like come on and it takes you right out of the movie because it's like it's perfectly centered you can see it yeah. and it looks thirst quenching it's got like yeah it was Pretty obvious. So that's what we need here, uh, both in either the adult beverages and that sock company, what I won't mention anymore. We could just simply rest our feet up on the table. The yeah, sock yeah. company. <laughs> yeah. TV Junior is right. He says, 19 people watching, six likes. You guys uh, need to smash that like button. Smash. We do appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Our um, 90% of the people that participate in the show, maybe not 90%, but certainly an awful lot, are uh, guys that download the podcast. So thank you to all of you that are doing that. And do try to hit us on the live show and come and have a look and see what train wrecks we look like. Because I know that it's, <laughs> you know, you probably have a visual of how smooth and sultry Gavin's voice is, but then you see him and it's like... Oh my God, is that the Elephant Man? <laughs> John Merrick is doing broadcasting? Hey John Merrick, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, why don't we the end this... Uh... <laughs> what now? Now, pardon my ignorance on that. Was that makeup or was he... In the movie, that was makeup, yes. Was it? Okay, because I, I don't remember. <laughs> it wasn't actually him starring. I didn't know if it was an actual guy who no. was dismor- yeah, dismor- actually, yeah. I just Actually, I follow like, History Bites on Facebook or something like that, uh, and they just showed his skull uh, the other day. Yeah? Yeah, it was, it was interesting to see. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I get all my legit information off of Facebook. I get all my medical information from there. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. where else are you supposed to go? <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. If it ain't memes, it ain't right. But that's one thing. You can't you go to WebMD. It's like, oh, you got a sore toenail? Cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or your hair's growing in funny now? Cancer. I've Googled some symptoms before, and I did not like what I was reading, and I had to get off of Google. So, you know, this was previously only enjoyed uh, by medical students, but medical student syndrome now uh, is rampant in the community because anybody can just research stuff, right? Just what you're talking about, WebMD. Oh, I've got a tickle in my throat. <gasps> Yeah. Is it cancer? Yeah. It's cancer. Yeah. yeah. And so then people go into the doctor, my lymph nodes are swollen and I got a sore throat. I'm pretty sure I have throat cancer. It's like, mm, <laughs> no. And you're telling your doctor to run these tests. Yeah. Are you shit me? <laughs> Who are you? That's my favorite thing. Oh, is the college people, boy, eh? I'm going to go in and get a CAT scan. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. You know, I need an MRI right yeah. now. Yes. Stat. Paul Poston wants to know who the potential new sponsor is. I guess at this point, there's not enough people watching, so no one, no, it doesn't people matter. People will be listening. But, but it's Paul, not the pop shop. Paul, I would like you to take advantage of this because, again, you are a listener, and we just need a dozen of you guys to participate. Uh, but it's a divorce lure, lure, uh, attorney. So if you huh. could help us out in that, that would be... Uh, I'm looking for a Groupon for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need a freaking flyer miles for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Watch me just put my foot in my mouth. Maybe Paul and his lady friend split up, and maybe I didn't know. And Now we're going to lose a viewer and a potential uh, sp- or a sponsor purchaser. Maybe he finally feels good enough to get back on the internet now, <laughs> and this is the first time he's on there. We're... I just came oh, here for some distraction. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember what I used to watch in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a while since. Uh, you know, uh, we've had some longtime viewers uh, chiming yeah. in over the last few weeks, so it's, uh, it's, it's nice to see people back. Yeah. Uh, but I also get excited about the the new names that we see too. So um, yeah, just keep you know reaching out. So if you're listening to us on podcast, uh, let us know you're there. Send us an uh, email to show up behind bunker.com whatever's on your head, yeah. whatever your thinks or whatever your thinks are. Uh, because yeah, we'd love to hear from you because we don't get to interact with those who download the podcast as much, obviously, yeah. uh, with the YouTube people and uh, and Facebook. Yeah. So let us know you're out there. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you like. Yeah, we'll introduce you to our new sponsor, Lionel Hutz, next week yeah. on the show. <laughs> Uh, very good. Oh, oh, still good. Whew. Still good. Yes. There we go. All right. That's not as awkward as we thought it was. I was just searching on WebMD foot in mouth syndrome. And apparently I have cancer. cancer. Yeah. yeah, I have cancer. Cancer <laughs> and everything. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, guys, for watching. I guess we'll see everybody next week. Indeed. <laughs>